Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God.
that the Lord wants to do in your life. A reset that clears the errors. A reset that brings into alignment. That brings into alignment perceptions. declare reset reset like the reboot on a computer when there are programs that are running in the background and the only way you can get the the, the computer to get back in line to get back in sync is to just to reset been some areas in your life where the enemy has had some programs running in the background but the Lord is resetting that area of your life and when it comes back online it's going to come back online with accuracy and it's going to come back online with a greater efficiency and it's going to come back online and it's going to work more clearly than it's ever worked before. That's what the refreshing does. That's what the refreshing does. That's what the refreshing does. It brings adjustments. It brings preparation. But it brings adjustments. 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 the top changes just synchronizing just fine tuning fine tuning in your love walk will fix some areas that you thought were all the way offline if you'll just make some adjustments in the way that you answer your spouse if you'll just make some adjustments in the thoughts that you allow about your boss. If you'll just if you'll just put a stop to any criticism. That adjustment will bring some things back online that won't come online without it. Just recognizing that's a critical thought. That's a judgmental thought. And it's out of love. And so I'm going to make this adjustment. Hallelujah. Fine tuning. Fine tuning. Fine tuning. 
is a surge of God's Spirit. That He wants us to expect. because things can be going well and things can look like they are running efficiently the job's getting done the assignment is moving forward We can get lulled into a routine. And routine is a necessary part of our life. But different seasons require different routines. And we can't get locked into a routine that was for a past season and accomplish what's for the season ahead. And the surge of God's Spirit, He doesn't want it to be a jolt that catches us off guard. He doesn't want it to be something that's a shaking to us. He wants it to be something we're already leaning into. And so we have to recognize The numbers we have are not the numbers we're going to have. The size we are is not the size we're going to be. The pace at which we are moving is not the pace for the season that lies ahead. The surge of the Spirit will quicken the pace. There is an acceleration of spiritual activity. There is an acceleration of spiritual growth. There is an acceleration that will come into your life and will move things in your life at a quicker pace. As you are moving with my body, as you are moving with this ministry, it's going to move, it's going to pick up and cause a flow and an accelerated flow in every area of your life. A flow into my plan, a flow into greater, a flow into more. And I don't want you to be caught off guard. And I don't want the surge of my spirit to make you lose direction. So prepare. 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 
prepare for more. Prepare to operate in wisdom at a higher level. Prepare to see what I see. I need you to see what I see. I need you to see the plan that's already being worked out. You haven't stepped into it yet, but it's in the making. The the road is already being paved. The way is already being established. The GPS coordinates are are leading you into it. So don't be surprised. Be prepared. the highest flow of spirituality that we can attain. To make it a priority to let God's love govern us is one of the most important things we can do. To let His love govern our attitude. Walking in the Spirit is walking in love. So if I'm walking in love, that's the highest level. And we will walk in love for eternity. There will never come a day for the rest of eternity where love is not a priority. God's top priority. God's top priority is love. We have to learn His definition. Because the love definition we get from the world is not the love definition that God has of love. We have to let His Word reveal love to us. So that we see love from 1 Corinthians 13 and we make that our highest priority. And that we make it a priority in our home and in the church family. Those are the places where God makes it a priority. The emphasis of most of the New Testament instruction about walking in love is walking in love towards each other in the body. 
because we live, we're going to live forever together. Governed by the love of God. Governed by His love. So we might as well develop. We might as well gain skill in the love walk. We might as well go ahead and renew our minds. Faith works by love. And as our love abounds one towards another, our faith will grow exceedingly. And God needs both of them in place in our lives. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. I'm just speaking right out of my heart. I'm just speaking to us what, what God is, is stirring in me. Thank you, Lord, for utterances by your Spirit. Thank you for utterances by your Spirit. believe God has his best in store for you? Amen. Do you believe that what God has planned for your life is greater than anything you've ever planned? Do you trust in the Lord tonight? Hallelujah. Let's feed our spirits from Psalm chapter 56. Psalm chapter 56. Is a text that we've been looking at because the Lord told us that trusting in God, trusting in Him, His word and His ways are is a safeguard to us. Psalm 56:4 says, In God I will praise His word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Let's also look at verse 11. In God, I have 
put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. We see the word put showing us that trusting God is a decision that we make. Amen. It's that commitment. I, I explained that if you were to ask me the difference between what is faith and what is trust, I would, I would answer, trust is faith that is committed. It's that commitment of my faith. It's that purposeful decision and declaration, I trust God. And so with that commitment, I am anchoring my faith. I'm anchoring my belief to depend and rely on God. Amen. So I put my trust. In God, I put my trust. And the result is I don't fear. I put my trust, I'll not be afraid. I put my trust, I will not fear. That is the response of my trust being anchored in God. If I'm experiencing fear, I've got to go back and say, have I anchored my trust in God? Have I made that decision and that, that quality decision to latch on, hook it up, and, and connect my trust to God to rely on Him, to depend on Him, to confide in Him? So we put it there. We also saw from Psalm 31, verse 1, In you, O Lord, do I put my trust. Again, I put my trust. And we see in verse 5 that word commit. Into your hand I commit my spirit. That's the trust that Jesus exhibited on the cross as he quoted this verse to say, I am willing to lay down my life, to give up my life, and to die on the cross and to suffer the punishment necessary to redeem the people of God. But I trust that God will raise me up. I'm not dying in sorrow. I'm not dying in fear. I'm not dying with my last goodbye. I am dying in faith because I trust God's going to raise me. Into your hands I commit my spirit. So we see that commitment, that trust in God. We also in this chapter, in a previous teaching, looked from verse 7 all the way down through verse 13, and we found out that the psalmist was dealing with some very serious difficulties in their life. And they were difficulties that were pressing and difficulties that were, were causing uh, uh, hardships in this person's life, in David's life. But in verse 14, we find out how he dealt with those difficult things that he was encountering. He says, but I trusted in you, O Lord. How did he trust? I said, you are my God. I said, you are my God. That's worship. 
Amen. Amen. Psalm chapter 57. Actually, look at Psalm 112 first. Psalm 112. Psalm 112 and verse 6 through 8. Surely, talking about the righteous man or woman, surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. Why will he not be afraid of an evil report? Why will he not be, why will we not be afraid if we hear evil tidings? Why? Because our heart is fixed trusting. Trusting is a fixing. Trusting is an anchor. Trusting is a connection. Our heart is fixed. So what's, I won't be moved. I'm not going to change I'm not going to vacillate. I'm not going to waver. I'm not going to doubt because my heart is fixed. My heart is already in faith. I'm believing. I'm not going to change my faith. I'm not going to back off of my faith. Why? What is the key to maintaining that place? My heart is fixed trusting. Trusting in the Lord, his heart is established. How? He's trusting. So there's a a fixing, which means a stability, a a firmness, a steadfastness that comes as a result of trusting that you can't get any other way. Without the trusting, there is no steadfastness. Without the trusting, there is no firmness to my faith. Without the trusting, there is The moving, the wind and the waves move me. But when I'm trusting, I'm anchored. I'm stable. I'm I'm in a fixed position of faith. So this is why we want to develop this trust. Now go to Psalm 57. And we'll read verse 7. This is important for us to do in advance of difficulty to do in advance, that we've practiced our trusting in advance, that we're trusting so that when a difficulty comes, I've already anchored my faith. Psalm 57, 7 says, my heart is fixed, O God, my heart is fixed, I will sing and give praise. That's what we do in the trusting. I want us to see the value of our praise during the trusting. While trusting is in operation, one of the things that we're going to do spiritually to help us maintain that that progression of trust, to maintain that operation of trust, one of the things that helps us to do that is praising Him. Praising helps us to express that trust. It helps us to stay focused on that trust. It helps us to keep ourselves connected in that trust. So he says, my heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. So the evidence of a fixed, trusting heart is the outflow of praise. 
Hallelujah. So praise is a tool that I use. It's an instrument that I use to help me in the stand, to help me in the trust. When we looked at Psalm 56, which is just one one chapter back, when we looked at, at Psalm 56 earlier in this teaching, we saw verse 4 said, In God I will praise his word. When the verse 3 said, What time I am afraid. When I have the opportunity to be afraid, I will trust. And how am I going to trust? What's one of the expressions of my trust? One of the activities of my trust? I will praise you in your word. I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. So that praise is helping me to exhibit my trust. It's helping me to express my trust. I'm not going to be praising him if I don't think he's helping me, right? I'm, I'm praising him because I believe he's helping me. I believe he's on my side. He's rescuing me. He's protecting me. So that praise is, an, is a demonstration of my trust in God. Hallelujah. Psalm chapter 5. The evidence of a trusting heart is the outflow of praise. The evidence of a trusting heart is the outflow of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm chapter 5 verse 11 says, Let all those that put... There we go again. What am I? I'm putting it. I'm purposefully choosing to place my trust. Let all those who put their trust in you. What, what do we do? What's our assignment? Rejoice. All those who put their trust in you, rejoice. This word rejoice means to have a joyful or cheerful countenance. Brighten up is the definition. Brighten up. Let all those who put their trust in you brighten up. Let them have a joyful and cheerful countenance. So I'm trusting in God ear to ear. Ear to ear evidence I'm trusting. Let all those who put their trust in God put the smile on. Why? I'm trusting. So let let me have a joyful countenance. Let me brighten up. Right? It says, let them ever shout for joy. <laughs> let them shout for joy. Hallelujah. This word shout means to give a ringing cry. To give a ringing cry aloud, to shout out, to give a ringing cry for joy. Hallelujah. Why? Because we're trusting in the Lord. I've got a lot to be rejoicing about. I've got a lot to be joyful about. I'm trusting in God. It says, because you defend them, let them also that love your name be joyful. This word means to jump for joy or triumph. Let all those that love your name, let them jump for joy or triumph. Did y'all know that was a verb? 
triumph is an action that we can, it, it is a, an, an a actual demonstration. How do you triumph? One day we were believing for um, 5,000 backpacks. You remember the day? We were believing for five. We were doing a, a citywide uh, back-to-school blast, and we needed 5,000. Was it shoes or backpacks? Backpacks. Probably. We were doing both, right? And they called me from the office to say that um, we had just received a grant, and I think, was it $10,000? I had been standing in faith and believing God we all had. I was in my car when they called me, and I was at a stop sign, and I was so excited that the money had come in for those backpacks and tennis shoes that I jumped out of that Ford Explorer, and I ran around the car screaming at the top of my lungs with that ringing cry, but I couldn't, I couldn't stop. I couldn't sit still in the car and just say, oh, thank you, Jesus. That wasn't enough to express what was in my heart. I was triumphing. I was triumphing. I was spinning. I was whirling. I was shouting. I was crying. I was laughing. Let me tell y'all what I did the day God brought me out of debt. The day I woke up in the morning and we still had $23,000 and some odd to pay off. And when I went to bed that night, it was, I was a debt-free woman. But when my husband brought that 23243 whatever it was, in and said it in front of my face and said, we are debt-free, I climbed the back of the couch. I walked the furniture. Y'all, I, it was like I, I rolled. I laughed and cried at the same time. I have never laughed and cried at the same time. But I was laughing with all in me and crying at the same time, rolling around on the floor. And then I would jump up and run on the couch, run on the back of the couch, climb on the 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 uh, uh, the stool, the, the, the breakfast bar stools that we had there. I was so beside myself. I was triumphing. I was triumphing. Now, those are instances that I can remember that the joy was so abundant in me that I, 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 there, I had to do all of those expressions at once, spinning, running, jumping, rolling, all of them at one time, trying to release the joy and exhibit the joy that I was so full of. But when he, he says, let all those who trust in him, those who love his name, let them have this jumping for joy, this shouting with a, a ringing cry, this joyful, cheerful countenance. Why? Because I'm trusting in him. I have his help in everything I'm needing. I have his protection in every area. I have the things. Why? Because I'm trusting in him. Hallelujah. So let them that love your name be joyful. To jump for joy or triumph. 
For you, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor, and you will compass him about as with a shield. Hallelujah. So trust and praise go together. Amen. Trusting in God and praising God are both activities that coincide with each other. The praise doesn't have to wait until the manifestation of something because my trust is my anchor to the manifestation of that thing. And my praise is the outflow of my trust. So trusting in God is going to help produce that praise. Trusting in God is going to be, be um, evidenced by that smile on my face. It's going to be evidenced by that shout, that triumphing. Amen? Glory to God. Psalm 32. Psalm 32. Verse 10. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusts in the Lord... Mercy, compassion, we found out that means compassion, shall compass him about. He that trusts in the Lord. So what do we do? Because we're trusting in the Lord and his mercy is surrounding us. What do we do? Be glad in the Lord. This word glad means shine with joyful brightness because of his aid and protection. Shine with joyful brightness. Why? Because I'm trusting in him. Then it says rejoice. This word rejoice is a different word. It means to spin around, to go in a circle. To spin around and go in a circle. That is an instruction in the Bible. Spin. He says, be glad and spin. Go around in a circle. That's the, that's the word. Look it up in your Strong's Concordance. It's not hallelujah, hallelujah. No, the word is spin. Those who trust in the Lord, be glad. Start shining. We want to see that shiny face. We want to see the shine from the inside, right? And then what? Spin. Spin. Woo! Spin. Y'all see Billy Brims? She's had it right all this time, right? She shake her hanky and, yeah. Got it. Spin. It's, it's a Bible instruction. Those who trust in the Lord, be glad and spin. Go around in a circle. Dance or leap for joy. Then it says... Ye righteous, shout for joy. This is the word. Give a ringing cry. Cry aloud. Shout aloud for joy. Amen. Why? I'm trusting in him. These are instructions to the truster. Now we know our marching orders. I'm trusting in the Lord. I got my shine. My face is demonstrating my trust in God. That, that gloomy face, 
is demonstrating something else. Amen. Uh-oh. That gloomy frown and, and the weight of the world on my shoulders and oh, oh, the sigh. That's demonstrating something different. That's demonstrating I'm trusting in the problem to defeat me. I'm trusting in the difficulty. But when I'm trusting in the Lord, here's my joy. Here's my evidence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm almost done. Let's go to Acts 16. And let's see it in demonstration. Acts chapter 16, the apostle Paul and Silas were thrown into the inner part of the prison. He had been obedient to what God had told him, cast the demon out of a girl who was demon-possessed, and because the person who owned this slave girl uh, no longer had the ability for her to tell fortunes because the demon wasn't operating in her anymore, he had Paul and Silas brought into the marketplace, and they accused them falsely and stirred everybody up, and then they took them and beat them and put them in the innermost dungeon. And it says in verse 25, at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. So do you think in that prayer that it was a trusting prayer? Do you think it was a faith-filled prayer? Do you think they believed that they received when they prayed? Is that why they were praising? Yes. So they prayed and then they sang praises. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately, this was a supernatural kind of quake. Right. Because nobody was hurt. The building didn't fall. Nobody was stuck underneath the rubble. Amen. The only thing that happened were the bonds were loosed. Amen. The locks were unlocked. This was a supernatural power of God brought on the scene because somebody was trusting in him and they exhibited their trust in their praise. They trusted and then they just got over in that lane of trust and just praised the Lord. Just praised him. Like we were praising him tonight. Like we just took off the protocols. We just took off any time restraints. And we just said, I just want to praise you, Lord. And he responded with refreshing. He responded with the reign of his spirit. Hallelujah. And utterances to help us in life. Why? Because we're trusting in him. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Isaiah 12. Isaiah 12. And I think I'm going to close here and we'll honor the Lord in the tithe and offering and go home full. 
Isaiah 12. Verse 2 and 3. I'll quit talking. I can turn my pages. <laughs> Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust. What's going to happen when I trust? I will not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy, because I, I trust, I will trust. Therefore, with joy, because I'm trusting, there's, there's joy. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. You can't do it without trusting. Without trusting, I'm not going to have the joy supply to draw out the salvation, the rescue, the answer. Hallelujah. But because I'm trusting, I will trust and not be afraid. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Hallelujah. One woman said... You can sing yourself and shout yourself into and through things that you can't get into or through any other way. Lillian B. Yeomans. You can praise your way into and through. Is that what we see when we look at Romans chapter 4? It says... Abraham was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Strong in faith, giving glory to God. Hallelujah. So while we're trusting, we're praising. And if you'll just keep the praise turned on, you'll just keep the smile on your face, you'll keep your focus on praising God, You'll see that trust becomes so much easier.